boy is eating. The boy is your drinking. Your name? Go Coffee with Gringos, Dynamic English's podcast where you can learn English simply by hearing people use it. So sit down and have a coffee of us. Hey everyone, you are listening to Coffee with Gringos. I'm Ian Kennedy. And I'm Paige Sutherland. And today with us, we have a very special guest. We have fellow Dynamic English teacher, fellow gringo, and good friend, Matt Gutman. Matt, welcome to the podcast. How's it going, guys? Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm happy to be on this podcast with you guys and share a little bit about my experience. Great. And you doing okay in quarantine over there? We're all adjusting to this new life uh, on our Zoom calls instead of in person. So you hanging in there all right? Yeah, I'm, I'm hanging in there, you know, kind of the same as everyone, just trying to get through this and pass the time. Good. Very good. Well, like I said, we're, we're really happy to have you. So uh, everyone, if you remember, if you get lost, go online and check out that audio guide and transcript. Okay. So Matt, since you're new to our podcast, how about you tell us just a little bit about yourself? So where are you from? How old are you? Why did you decide to come to Chile? Just a little intro. Perfect. So yeah, like you said, Ian, my name is Matt Gutman. And I am 24 years old. It was actually my birthday last month. Love celebrating in quarantine. Always fun. So I am originally from Chicago, Illinois, in the United States. I have been living in Chile for about a year now, just a a little over a year. I actually decided to come to Chile because I studied abroad here in 2016. I studied in Viña del Mar. And I kind of fell in love with the country of Chile, the people, the culture, you know, everything about this country that made it so fun and that made me want to come back when I graduated college in 2018. So I've been living here for a year now. I started with Dynamic just a couple months ago. Yeah, I've been really enjoying it ever since. It's, uh, it's been interesting working with my students on Zoom calls and not in person, but it's still enjoyable having that, that connection and being able to interact with students. So you studied abroad here in Chile. So is your Spanish learning mostly Chilean Spanish or how was that adjustment when you moved? So, so yeah, so when I was here in 2016, I picked up a lot of Chilean Spanish, you know, the pose, the cachais and all that good stuff. And I actually, I majored in Spanish when I studied, uh, I went to school in Denver. And so when I was in college, I also studied Spanish, which of course, you know, we're not learning Chilean Spanish in a, in a university course. So it's kind of a mix, but I'd say like, like most people who have spent a lot of time in Chile, their Spanish has kind of become this mix of, you know, the Spanish they learned in high school or college combined with all of the kind of chilenismos that we've uh, that we've picked up since living here definitely yeah exactly that's awesome and it's very interesting like go from learning in a formal sense like formal spanish all the structures make sure you have everything in the right place and then you come to a place like chile and they cut the end off of all their verbs 
change the pronunciation, throw in these vocabulary words. And even for other Spanish speakers, native speakers, it seems to be a really hard dialect and, and accent even to get at first. So it's a, real, it's a real culture and language shock, even for people who have studied Spanish or have experience with it. So that's something I definitely felt when I first came here. So I always think it's funny to ask, uh, you know, what everybody's experience or what their perspective is on the language. So you make- Yeah, really of course. You go from like having like a ton of rules when you're like in a university class to coming down here and talking with people to having no rules pretty much in Spanish, you know? Exactly, yeah. Mm -hmm. For Dynamic, they offer free Spanish classes. And when I first arrived, I took it and they were like, okay, like this is what they say in Spanish and this is what they say only in Chile and it's not right. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> yeah, like I kind of compare Chilean Spanish to like Australian English. Like though we're speaking the same language, like I sometimes have trouble like understanding what an Australian is saying, which I feel like would be comparable to like, you know, someone from Spain or other parts of South America hearing a Chilean speak and being like, what did they just say? <laughs> that's, a, that's a really accurate comparison. I like that Australian English. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. really good. One more question. So when studying abroad, you said you were in Viña del Mar and Viña del Mar is considerably smaller in size and a little bit different in geography to Santiago. In Vina, you have the beach life. It's a little more manicured, I would say, the city. It's a little bit, a little bit nicer. So what do you prefer between the two cities? Do you, do you like the, the big sprawling metropolis of Santiago, or do you prefer the more laid-back Vina del Mar lifestyle? Yeah, I mean, I think that's a great question. You know, I'll always have love for Vina because living there is such a such a pleasure, you know, to be able to have the beach, to not have it be as hot in the summer. You know, it, it really is nice to have it be a bit smaller. And there are definitely times where I miss living in Vina and of course, you know, then having Valparaiso right next to it. But, you know, at this point in my life, I feel like I really prefer the big city. I really prefer Santiago. I prefer that it's, it's more diverse. You know, you have so many different neighborhoods. And not to say that Vina doesn't have different neighborhoods, but like you said, Santiago is just so big and sprawling that, you know, every day you could go to a new place and it never gets old, you know? And I like having the big cities because you meet so many different people and you just, there's always something going on in a big city. And it just feels like every day is kind of a new adventure. Speaking of big cities, you're from Chicago, which is actually one of my favorite cities. Me Tell too. us a little bit about Chicago for people who, you know, are listening that have never been or don't know about it. Yeah, well, I mean, Chicago is, it's a great city, you know, we, we don't, we're not as fortunate as, you know, maybe some places on the West Coast that have, you know, that are really surrounded by nature. And we, you know, we also don't have the proximity of being close to other major cities, like if you were on the East Coast, you know, for example, New York being close to Boston or DC or Philadelphia, where you can get around pretty easy. You know, Chicago, we have Chicago being that big city and that's kind of, and that's kind of it. So I, uh, there's a lot of things I like about Chicago. For example, you know, even though we don't have a lot of nature, we're right on Lake Michigan. Okay, so we got that in the summer. Some nice beaches, great food. So if you like deep dish pizza, which if you're Chilean, odds are you haven't had it, but deep dish pizza, delicious. Great nightlife and culture scene, a lot of great theaters, great venues for concerts. And, you know, also I, you know, what I love about the Midwest is we got that, uh, that Midwestern charm. 
you know, we're, we're just generally nice people, <laughs> even though we're, you know, even though people sometimes say people from big cities are a little bit more uh, self-centered, maybe conceited, you know, us in the Midwest, we'll, we'll hold the door open for you. We always use our please and thank yous, not to say people from other areas don't do that, but you know, in, in the Midwest, that's, that's what we call the, the Midwest manners that we, uh, we try and hold near and dear to our hearts. It's so true. I'm from, I'm from Boston and I went to grad school at Northwestern out in Chicago and Boston is, you know, we're, we're a bunch of assholes. So when people <laughs> holding the door open for me, I'm, or like saying nice things, I'm like, what do you want? Why are you doing that? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like if I said, excuse me to you, you would like be like offended. Like what, what, like, what, what are you doing? Like, just like, I'm trying to get through, like you could kick me in the shin and I'd probably, yeah, I'd probably apologize to you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love midwestern people they're they are just genuinely nice we're in boston if you're nice we're like what's going on here what's what's yeah <laughs> yeah there's an you're ulterior weak. motive for that yeah <laughs> yeah now you make a really good point matt like being a chicago or not a chicago guy but a midwest guy myself i'm somewhat familiar just from visiting the city and it's remarkable for me to notice that for such a big city, people are, you know, more friendly. They do have that Midwest charm, that those Midwest manners that we in the Midwest take a lot of pride in. And it's a little bit surprising. And like you say, not, not everywhere, not every big city has impolite people, but <laughs> it's, it's noticeable. It's noticeable in other places outside. So it's kind of a, a strange but nice fusion of big city culture with kind of small town manners, I guess you could say. And quick reminder, don't forget, if you want to advance your English more, learn more, go online to dynamicenglish.cl where you can take private classes, you can take group classes, you can even now take classes online. I do have to ask, I think, I don't know about in Chile, but definitely here in the U.S., people who haven't been to Chicago are like, oh, Chicago, it's too cold, it's too windy. <laughs> What's your, what's your uh, reaction to that? So too cold, like maybe, you know, <laughs> I think that I, I've, I've gotten used to that sh those Chicago winters mm -hmm. just because, you know, I grew up with them. I do love the snow and, and yeah, so I mean, the summers are really pleasant. And then, you know, fun fact about the too windy, even though, you know, Chicago's nickname is called the Windy City. It's not actually due to physically being wind. It's not referring to the weather. It's actually being called the Windy City because of our lack of, I'd say, trustworthy politicians. You know, it, the Windy City is referring to the fact that, you know, there's been a lot of controversies, a lot of scandals, whether it's with the mayor, the senators or governors. You know, Chicago politics has always been marred in a lot of controversy. So there's a little fun fact for you all. No, I like that. I, I learned that when I moved there too, because it's, it is windy and everyone was like, oh my God, you're going to hate the winter. But I was like, I'm from New England. I mean, this is not really any different. Yeah, it's not too crazy. <laughs> and, and so Ian, you want to start off some rapid fire? I was just going to say, I think we're ready for a rapid fire question. So Matt, this is the first time that we've done this with a guest, but I think we might need to make it something regular in the future. So what we're going to do is I'm going to ask you a series of, of questions relating to Chicago, okay? So you have two choices and you get, let's say one or two seconds to, to give me a rapid fire answer, okay? So we'll see how you do and we'll get to know you a little bit better as the Chicagoan that you are, okay? Here we go. Three, two, one, 
Cubs or White Sox? Cubs, all day. Luminati's or Giordano's Pizza? Luminati's, easy. <laughs> Michael Jordan or Scottie Pippen? It's got to be Jordan. The Doan Observatory or the Shed Aquarium? Shed Aquarium. Winter or summer? Summer. Yeah. <laughs> Blackhawks or Bulls game? Oh, it's a tough one. Blackhawks, just because the Bulls aren't very good right now. Okay. And last but not least, let's see, what do we have here? Day at the beach or day at Lollapalooza? Oh, day at Lollapalooza. Good. You can go to the beach any day of the summer. Lollapalooza <laughs> only comes around, you know, for, for three days in the summer. I thought it'd be an obvious one knowing you as a music guy. So uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, very good. So I'm trying to think, is there any other yeah. Chicago related questions? We yeah, can ask? Let me jump in here. What about jazz or blues? Mm. Blues. Blues? I'd be blues. A lot of great uh, Chicago, great blues scene, great jazz scene, and uh, a lot of great uh, blues bars in the city too. No, that's what I loved about Chicago. There's always live music playing. Lincoln Park or Wicker Park? At this age of my life, I'm gonna go say I'm gonna say Lincoln Park, just because okay. more of my friend, more of my friends live there at the moment. South Side or North Side? <laughs> uh, n- <laughs> as a Cubs fan, also North North Side. Do you like the Sears Tower better or the Hancock? Ooh, that's a good question. It's been a while since I've been to either of them, but I, I'd say Sears Tower. I really, I really like the Hancock. Though. It looks like a something from batman like it just looks true it looks like it it came straight out of batman i will say though you know if being a tourist going to the sears tower it's it's a must you know for you know it's just so massive now it's got the sky deck where you can literally you're standing on glass and you see the entire city below you it's a pretty surreal experience i don't know if this is a comparison people say but these are just the only schools i really think of northwestern or u chicago Oh, Northwestern. I, I grew up pretty close to North, uh, Evanston, where Northwestern is located. So I grew up going to a lot of Northwestern um, college football games. Yeah, go Cats. So Matt, uh, I get a lot of students that ask me about cities in the U.S. And when I tell them about the city, oftentimes they say, oh, it'd be great to go visit there. But what do I even do when I'm there? What do I see? What is the city about? So as a native Chicagoan, if you were to give some recommendations to a tourist, what are some must-see places, some absolute attractions to visit while in the city of Chicago? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, you know, Chicago, I think, even though we're a very touristy city, you know, sometimes people don't think that Chicago has a lot to offer, but, you know, in reality, it does. So, you know, for one thing, I would say, I think we mentioned the Sears Tower, now called the Willis Tower. It's got the sky deck, like we mentioned. That's, you know, a pretty surreal experience. It's an awesome time. Going to Millennium Park, we have the famous bean, which is, a, you know, a giant chrome bean, which, yeah, might not sound that interesting, but it is pretty cool. It's very abstract, and it's part of a, a much larger park that, you know, has a lot of, it's got a beautiful amphitheater, some very large and impressive fountains, and it's just all around just like a big sprawling park that's it's really nice really uh right in the heart of the city go and have some deep dish pizza that i mentioned because odds are you're not going to find it many other places and like i said i think lumonati's is going to be your best bet to find uh some good chicago deep dish style pizza we got a lot of great museums as well so like you had mentioned that the shed aquarium 
the Art Institute of Chicago, the Field Museum, where we've got, I want to say, I think the Field Museum might have one of the largest full dinosaur skeletons, I think maybe in the world. And then the Art Institute, where you've got, you know, so many famous paintings, you know, you've got Surratt's paintings, you've got Picasso's works there, you've got the famous um, American Gothic, which is the, the picture of that couple with kind of the old man holding a, a pitchfork. So that's really cool. You know, if it's a nice day, go by the lake. I think that's it's always a really good option. Try and catch a Cubs game at Wrigley Field if you can. It's electric. And uh, I'll end it with maybe saying Navy Pier. Navy Pier is a good time, especially if you have kids. A lot of, a lot of great options for kids over down at Navy Pier, which is right on the water. It's beautiful and Sometimes it's got, you know, convent, big conventions there as well. And they've got the, uh, the famous Navy Pier Ferris wheel. So that's a really fun time as well. So I think there's a lot to do in Chicago, even though maybe we don't have that many known tourist uh, locations, like a place maybe that like Los Angeles or New York does. Yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a really good description you put there. And I try to tell students as well, because, you know, obviously students will say, I want to go to Miami or I want to go to New York or I want to go to LA, these typically very tourist, very big American cities. But there's more than a handful of slightly smaller cities that are, that are really amazing. And so I try to just let students know about these other places that exist that aren't so, I guess, popular in tourism. So uh, I always talk about Chicago, how great it is. So I think you've painted a better picture for our listeners and, and for us even as well. So I really hope people will kind of branch out of those big touristy places and try to explore some other places like Chicago and get a real taste of that nice Midwest manners that we're talking about. <laughs> exactly, so, yeah. We don't have Disney, but we're still a fun place to visit. That's a great, great phrase right there. I like it. Well, Matt, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate all the knowledge you've given us about Chicago, about yourself, and hope you stay safe and stay sane there in quarantine. Yeah, thank you guys. It was it was awesome to be on here and talk with you guys. And yeah, hopefully hopefully come back on sometime. Maybe when we're when we're out of quarantine and our lives are a bit more interesting. There. Sounds good. Hopefully soon. Thanks, Matt. Hopefully soon. Like Thanks, guys. All right. See you, Matt. So if you guys get lost, remember go online, check out that audio guide and transcripts. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Coffee with Gringos was brought to you by Dynamic English where you can learn English simply by using it. If you're interested in taking classes or just want to learn more, go to our website at dynamicenglish.cl. Thanks for listening.